Well, hello and welcome to uh, episode 14 of the uh, All Things Leeds podcast with myself, Ed McIntyre, and uh, joining me in the studio, as he always does, is Leeds United fan and good friend, Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? I'm fine, mate. Had a good week. Yeah, good week? Yeah, I got birthday last week, so I got loads of birthday money, so... Uh, how was your birthday? It was good, yeah. yeah. Had a few drinks. Good, good. Standard <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's what, it's what you're doing birthdays. Uh, but no Leeds game to look back on uh, in this week's episode, so instead we'll look back on the international break. Shall we? Uh, we'll discuss uh, England and their two wins in the other 2020 qualifiers. Uh, we'll also have a look and see how a few Leeds United players did uh, on international uh, duty. Uh, we'll, of course, well, we have to talk about the under-23s, don't we, and their 2 win uh, away at Colchester on Monday night. That secured them the PDL North Division title. A great, great achievement. Um, and then we will uh, look ahead uh, to the return of league football this week as Leeds United uh, are in action against Millwall at Road on Saturday. This is the All Things Leeds podcast. Uh, now, before we get into uh, anything, we do want to send out uh, thoughts and uh, well wishes to uh, Leeds United legend Guy McAllister, first of all, who after a night out in Leeds uh, last week was attacked. He was attacked in the early hours uh, of Saturday morning. The attack was totally unprovoked. Um, it's thought that the uh, attacker used knuckle dusters. Guy McAllister were, uh, ended up hospitalised. Uh, he lost three teeth, needed stitches in his lip. Horrible. Um, the attacker is yet to be caught. He's thought to be American. If anyone knows anything, then please inform the police. Uh, but horrible news there. Uh, wishes to him and uh, hopefully yeah. he gets well soon he get well soon Gary um, now let's talk about the international break then <clears throat> first of all with England two good wins for them first one being last uh, last Friday night a 5-0 win over uh, Czech Republic at Wembley Charles you said that you wanted to see Jadon Sancho play and he did play in this game what did you make of him he's, he's exciting he reminds me a lot of Clark they're quite similar players I mean I think Sancho's slightly faster but <laughs> and he's got a slightly better pedigree because he's from obviously from City's Academy rather than Leeds's although Leeds's Academy is still brilliant um, yeah he was very skillful but he was quite open when he had the ball at his feet it was, it was some points where he was quite easy to tackle because he was so open with it and it, maybe it's because defenders aren't as tight in the Bundesliga I don't know I, I don't watch enough Bundesliga to be able to tell but he, he was he was skillful there was one point where he won that corner when he, uh, he nutmegged one player and then um, Ronaldinho <laughs> kind of skill move to um, knock it through another one's legs and it went out for a corner but he, he very nearly came, uh, came away with the ball which was really impressive but yeah he got the assist for Sterling's first goal yep first goal that was a nice goal was that as well uh, that was a beautiful through ball from Harry Kane as well <laughs> yeah all round team goal was just excellent uh, up until that point the game was quite boring it, it, was yeah. like, it was like watching a training game I mean to be honest I still found it boring even though we were like free final up I like a bit of tension in a game I like us not, not really walking all over team yes it's nice but it's not as entertaining just it's, walking all over team it's the qualifiers mate it's it's always a bit playing teams like bloody Moldova in the <laughs> in, in the sunshine it's yeah. it's always a bit doesn't Really matter because we're gonna we're gonna breeze through it. Like if you if you look at everyone's groups, nearly everyone's got an easy group. I mean the big countries, kind of Belgium, France, yeah, Italy. Even yeah, even Italy are top in their groups. We might see them back at an international tournament, which I'm excited to see. Because yeah, that'd be good. Y- you like some of the old favourites. You don't want to see countries like well, I say you don't want to see. I don't really care, but <laughs> I'd, r- I'd rather I'd rather see England play Italy than England play Russia. Yeah, or Iceland. Yeah, just 
It's a game you don't care about. Yeah, um, but still, all around good performance. Jaden Sancho, I thought, I thought it did look really, really uh, good. Probably some areas that he does need to work on, as you were mentioning, but um, no, he, he looked good. Of course, got the assist for the first goal, Sterling's first goal. Of course, went and scored a hat-trick in this game. I mean, Sterling, you know, a hat-trick in this this game, he just keeps on improving, doesn't he? I mean, 24 years old, but he is, he is already just really good. Yeah, he's probably, when he's on form, he's probably England's best player. When, when, when he's, cause the, the amount of, of space he creates and defenders he attracts to free up, the likes of Kane, the likes of Sancho, anyone else is playing up forward, like Jesse Lingard or Deli Ali. He, he didn't get enough credit at the World Cup for drawing away defenders and, and creating the space for Kane to score all the goals he did early in the tournament or to find them passes because he is a superb player. But I did, I did see somewhere that um, everyone's raving about how much Guardiola's developed Sterling and he has, but Sterling was still a £50 million player when Guardiola £50 bought, million pound player, yeah. bought him. I mean, that, that's looking like reasonable money now. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. But when they bought him, <laughs> at, at ev- the everyone was kind of like, nah, that's a bit much. I think it was the most expensive, like young English player, wasn't it? Well, when you're English uh, in in football, you always you always end up getting more money for you. Yeah, especially in England. Yeah, because I, I don't know why. I think I think it's had something to do with the kind of homegrown quarter because you've got to have a certain amount of English or British or these English or these British players in your team. So it could be Scottish or Welsh or Northern Irish. Yeah. But uh, you've got to have a certain amount of players, otherwise you don't uh, fit the quarter. I think Norwich are currently struggling with the homegrown quarter. Leeds never do because we actually promote youth talent and also generally buy English players. So yeah. <laughs> can't, can't really afford to splash the cash on really well. You know, really good foreign players, can we? Well, we do buy foreign players, but we always buy foreign prospects who sometimes yeah. turn out to be brilliant and sometimes turn out to be really bad. Yeah, quite, quite a few in the <laughs> The likes of uh, Belushi and Bianchi in the past have uh, proven <laughs> that it's not always great to raid Serie B. No, don't, <laughs> don't remind me, don't remind me. Um, but still, I mean, it does get quite a lot of stick, but it, it was really good. Costa course, a hat-trick. It scored again uh, in the next game in that uh, 5-1 win. Um, away at Montenegro on a Monday night. You know, a few good wingers in this game, Jordan Sancho Sterling. Uh, but we saw Calum Hudson Doy play for England, made his uh, debut uh, on Monday night. Uh, he's the second youngest player to make his competitive debut for England, which is uh, crazy. But he looked really is it, good. Is it Michael Owen or Wayne Rooney, the youngest? Wayne Rooney. Wayne, Wayne Rooney's Rooney. the youngest. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I like Calum Hudson Doy, but I think even he knows he can't stay at Chelsea. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're, although he might get a chance now because this transfer ban there under Mike mean that he gets uh, the nod when Hazard finally goes to Real Madrid which will happen at some point yeah. I mean he's 29 it's now or never if you're going to go it has to be in the summer yeah has to be but yeah I've I'm, 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 I'm been impressed with Hudson Odoi but I, mean, I was more impressed with Sancho but Hudson Odoi was still good yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice to see an England manager promote youth. The amount of times we've seen, although I love the man, the likes of James Milner in England, England team, I do, I do, I do I massively rate him. He loves yeah. Leeds and he's a great player and I really want him back at Leeds, but not in the England side. And you get um, you get other older players. Like, especially under Roy Hodgson. Like you know. Phil Jackielka and people like that yeah. and uh, Lytton Baines and just players that are just past it and just get skinned by everyone. Yeah. And uh, Phil Jones, he could get out of the England side <laughs> as well. He, he, could, he could just, I cannot, I cannot believe he's calling himself into another four years at Manchester United as funny as that was I cannot believe it how is uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer looking at Phil Jones and thinking you know what I want you at Manchester United for the four years yeah I mean he's, he's it's amazing yeah, he's, a, he's a cha- he's a low level championship centre back <laughs> He's a. He's. he's, he's oh, I'm trying to think of a club. <laughs> All right, man. Let, let's stop ripping into Phil, into Phil Jones, shall we? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a club he would suit in the championship. Someone, <laughs> someone's so terrible, but just not well, terrible. Aston Villa or no, someone just not terrible enough to get relegated. <laughs> Blackburn, someone like that, yeah. <laughs> 
Didn't he come from Blackburn initially as well? Didn't Mike I, think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he, could, he should go back to Blackburn. <laughs> that is his level. Uh, um, anyway, I mean, you know, England, stay, staying positive. England, they, they look really good at the moment. You know, youth, yeah, back youth, on track. <laughs> youth, youth are coming through really, really well. And uh, this game on Monday night away at Montenegro, I think before Southgate, we probably would have uh, ended up drawing this game or losing uh, this game. We, even. we did go 1-0 down. Yeah, to, to win 5-1 after going 1-0 down, it, it just shows how good this England side are, are now and I mean how bright the future is for England as well yeah Michael Keane got sidestepped a bit too easily uh, in the middle of the box and it was a great it was a good finish to be fair yeah. not, not much Pickford could have done about it but yeah, yeah, poor, poor defending Keane should have closed him down better they shouldn't have allowed him so much space yeah the first England goal I don't think I've ever not celebrated a goal before but I didn't celebrate this because it went in back at net but I didn't realise I was distracted by a water bottle that was flying <laughs> I, fact, flying I didn't celebrate any of the goals against Czech Republic I, didn't, I just didn't celebrate them because yeah. I, I, only, I only celebrate Leeds goals I don't celebrate England goals I, I mean, like, apart from World Cup. I mean, obviously, I support I support the England team, and I always watch all the games if I can in qualifiers. But I don't. I it's hard to get up for them because they're just. It's like it's like watching Leeds play Oxford in a, in a friendly. <laughs> it's just like yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for major tournaments, yeah, I enjoy watching England. But for these qualifiers, you know, we know that England are going to qualify for the you know twenty twenty tournament. There's no, there's no. I think the that. stat predictor said that England have a ninety six percent chance of qualifying. <laughs> yeah, and that was after the first game. So after the second game, it's probably even higher. Yeah, probably. Uh, um. <laughs> who else we got to play? Is it Kosovo we got to play as well? I can I'm going to check our group. I um, think it's. Um... I I could I could tell you to be honest. Um, but we look good in both of these games. You know, two really really good wins, and you know we were expecting that really, weren't we? Yeah, I mean I would actually quite like to go to Montenegro away, not for the football, but. They've got a massive racetrack and there's a few, like there's a lot loads of casinos there, so it's yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> you just want to go for that. Yeah, I'd, I'd have the day out. Yeah, sod the football. A uh, weekend in Montenegro. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Barkley were playing this game as well but we've got so many youth coming through which is he, really good he, Southgate's doing a great job he got a couple of goals with Ross Barkley he's with Ross Barkley he's always been one of them players which is kind of he got touted by like the next Steven Gerrard and they never really made it Yeah, he, I think he just kind of fell fell out of love you know when he was at Everton really but when he made his move to Chelsea he started playing for Chelsea now he's back in the England set up he, he looks like some player again yeah we've got to play Bulgaria and Kosovo next alright <laughs> Kosovo have uh, one point, Bulgaria have two. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so Bulgaria have drawn against uh, Montenegro and Kosovo. So, are we playing? Oh, I don't care who we're playing next. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to win them anyway. Yeah, we'll, if we don't win against them, I've been to Bulgaria. It's a lovely country. You should go. Yeah. yeah. And it's also very cheap beer. Two lev for a beer. It's like 60p. It's mental. Wow. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go. That, that's England. Really, really good. Um, is it coming on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it coming on? <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's probably got a bloody France. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. the, I think the final is at Wembley, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think the, the a semi-final and the final are at Wembley. Yeah, because yeah, those twenty twenty tournaments just all around Europe, isn't it? Which is really weird. I don't agree with that. It should be like the World Cup. Just we had, in one. Yeah, because we had last Euros it was in France, wasn't it? And that all it, it was only in France. Now for some reason we decided to do it like a like a world tour. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'd, I'd love an international tournament in England or at least in Britain. Britain and Ireland would be a good one. Yeah, just just Britain and Ireland. That that would be really good. That's all of Ireland, not just Northern Ireland. Because you can go to Dublin. And you can go to Belfast, and you can go to. You could even play up in. Scotland. Uh, you can play in Glasgow, yeah. You could do in the. Uh, you play in the old firm stadiums. That'd be, that'd be good. good yeah, they've got Ibrox, they've got Celtic Park, they've got Hamden, got Murrayfield as well. And then you can go down the country. You, got, you can hit St James's Park, you can hit uh, Ellen Road, you can hit. We're not going to talk about that other stadium. You can, <laughs> you can hit Anfield. Um, the stadium's in Manchester. You can, you can shut the people in the Midlands up and play it. <clears throat> I don't know, King Power, whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, King Power. Yeah, and then, of course, like, you know, the Emirates in London, you got you got all them. 
Olympic Stadium if you really want to yeah. bore people to death with the worst stadium in the country. <laughs> you got Spurs' new stadium as well, you could play in there. Yeah, is it coming on, don't you? Uh, no. Yes or no? <laughs> the Euros. Yeah, go on then. What about the Nations League? That's coming up soon. Can you can you even win the Nations League? Yeah, yeah. we're in the semi-finals of the Nations League. I knew we, I knew we topped our group. In, yeah. Uh, but when I win the semi-finals with these three other teams, I think Netherlands are one of them. Um, the, I think the, the Nations League is the it's kind of the League Cup of the international stadium. It's just it's, I, I don't think anyone. It's technically a trophy, but no one cares about it. I don't think anyone has a clue what the Nations League <laughs> even is. My dad thinks that Scotland have qualified for the Euros just because they finished top of their group in the Nations League. <laughs> they still might qualify, but yeah, they really need to improve. I mean, three 0 yeah. to Kazakhstan. I mean, yeah. everyone beats San Marino. I could play in a team, and we would probably beat San Marino. Yeah, I mean, uh, San Marino they did look really poor, but Kazakhstan that three 0 lost there. Kazakhstan wow. looked. The goal from what well, I saw three goals. They weren't bad goals. It was just bad defending. Yeah, but like, how does Scotland lose it? I mean, first of all, as well, if you're losing three 0 can't stand. How's Liam Cooper not getting in that team? I I honestly don't know. I don't think the I don't think the manager likes him. Is it McLeish? The McLeish, yeah. I don't think he likes Cooper. I mean, fair enough. You got Barry Douglas isn't going to get the team because Andy Robertson's going to get ahead of him. That, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cooper really should be in that back line. They'd be a much better team. Looking at um, other players who've been playing uh, on the international duty, uh, Northern Ireland. They won their two games uh, this past week. Stuart Dallas and Bailey Peacock foul playing for them. Bailey Peacock foul uh, seems to get a lot of praise for his save late on in a two-one win um, against uh, Belarus. Yeah, it was a good save. It was a good save, and he kept a clean sheet in the game before. Um, he's looking good going into the game this weekend, which of course he will be playing in because Casilla is suspended. Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, it's probably a smart move by Leeds not to appeal that decision because one match ban's fine. Like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think if EFL looked at it anyway, you know, they would have seen because he has just made a challenge, not won the ball and brought him down, denied a goal scoring opportunity. So I mean, card, best so. case scenario if when you appeal it, probably would be them just say the decision stands. Worst case scenario, they go, all right, you can have a two match ban. Yeah, no. and it hits which we don't want. So all we got to do is. Just keep Millwall out. Yeah, uh, but, but Pico Varo, it, it looks good going into the game this weekend, doesn't it? He does. Probably higher confidence. It's probably lifted him the fact he's still making them these national team despite not being in Leeds' first team. That's probably good for him, and he's still playing regular football, which is good. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll do fine. Yeah, should do fine. Hopefully, he doesn't have much to do. He's he's, a lo- he's always been a bit nervy on crosses, though, and there's going to be a lot of crosses with Millwall because there always is. Yeah. So as, he's, if, as long as he's, he's catching the crosses and punching the cr- uh, crosses clear when he can't catch, then we'll be fine. Yeah. And he's, as long as people mark up properly, because Alioski has a habit of going walkabout when he should be marking. <laughs> yeah, he does. Love the man, but he does. <laughs> he, he doesn't mark people properly ever. Yeah, we'll and move on to uh, Alioski in a bit because, uh, of course, he's been in uh, international duty as well. But this weekend, it's sit now for Peacock Fowl, isn't it? This is the time. This is his chance to. Get in front of Casilla and make a mark. Yeah, but I don't think he. I think no matter what he does, uh, short of saving three successive penalties, he's going to do anything to oust Casilla from the side when when, he, when his suspension ends. But yeah, this is his chance to say, yeah, Casilla's the number one, but I'm I'm still here. I can yeah. do a job. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I, push him. If right he can come in, get the clean sheet, Leeds get the win, then everyone everyone praises him. Yes, he goes back to the bench, but then Leeds fans have confidence that if when called upon, he'll do a job. Definitely. Um, about Alaski, of course, playing for Macedonia uh, this week he played left back but still, still ended up scoring during <laughs> <laughs> a 3-1 win uh, keep, keep it, have said over Latvia what is Alioski's position he played left back on paper this game but he just plays on the left doesn't he and he just goes anywhere he wants It's weak. I think if, if we played like Wolves he would have a field there Like if we played wing, wing backs proper wing backs flying wing backs he'd have a good job Yeah. but we don't play wing backs we play, we play full backs yeah. so sometimes really he, he struggles a little bit defensively but then when we're going forward we attack with like an extra, an extra winger so 
it, yeah, it, it's a bit. Go- he, he likes a gung ho side as Alioski. Yeah, uh, but good goal that he scored um, against Latvia. Keep, keeper should have saved it. Yeah, keeper should have saved it. It reminded me of the goal that he scored against uh, Norwich right at the beginning of the season. Kind of um, through the keeper's gloves. Yeah, I'm at doing that. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have another one of them on Saturday, please, Alioski. <laughs> uh, good, good finish. Alioski doing well for for Macedonia. Uh, Poland they won their two games uh, this uh, international uh, period. Click featuring for them as well. He lo- he looked alright. Uh, Tyler Roberts for Wales too. Um, oh, it was really annoying watching uh, Wales uh, last Sunday and wouldn't have win uh, over Slovakia at home because Dan James scored the only goal of the game five minutes in. Really good goal this. I don't know if yes, you saw it. I did see it. Yeah. Oh, but watching that, I was just annoyed. Cheers, Swansea. Yeah. Chase Swansea because he was so good I mean Dan James after the game getting so much praise even from Gareth Bale as well Uh, but you know the the pace that Dan James has and that goal that he scored it's just like we we could have had him (laughs) we could have had him what might have been yeah what might have been he, he certainly would have uh, made a big impact at Leeds uh, in our uh, uh, promotion he uh, still hopes. might come to Leeds you never know Yeah, oh, hopefully uh, we probably will go back from him or something I mean even in the Premier League Pace just kills everyone he'd so, do a job yeah he'd do a job uh, but it's great having on these uh, internationals in, in the uh, Legion United team isn't it yeah it's nice it's not happened for a while Yeah, uh, we've always had a couple yeah. Um, but yeah it's not properly happened for a while I remember when we barely had any internationals I think Rudy Austin was like the only player in the team who played for his country uh, uh, when, so, when you're a better team yeah. and you're with better players, they they, they get more international duty. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Bamford could have gone on international duty if he wanted. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he turned it down, didn't he? he wanted folks I mean, on Ireland leads. have won both their games anyway. So, yeah. but as for uh, internationals, um, uh, really good to have a lot of uh, players play uh, on international duty. Uh, but let's move on uh, then, shall we? Let's talk about the Leeds Night Under Twenty Threes, um, the champions. <laughs> they won the uh, uh, PDL uh, North Division title on Monday night. Uh, Ryan Edmonton's brace occurred in a two-nil win over Colts. Chester, awesome, awesome achievement. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> you can't really say much more. It's nice. It's nice to yeah. win. It's nice for the the uh, young players. They're actually they're, they're in the what the the quarterfinal of the cup and they've won the league. And uh, Edmondson was saying after the game in his interview, "Oh yeah, we're going to focus on the cup now. Of course, we're still going to focus on the league." It's like, why? Yeah, you've, you've won, won it. the league. <laughs> you've you won really you haven't won the cup yet. Focus on the cup. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Premier League Cup. Winning that would be great because they're coming up against some real good teams. We have got Burnley in the next round, so hopefully we can beat them and knock them out, and then. Yeah, that's behind closed doors, isn't it? Which is really weird. That's this Friday as well. It's away at Burnley, and the, the, I think it's because Burnley know they won't have any fans turn up and leave. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying that. To, I'm not saying that to, to to slag them off or anything, but they, they what? Not not many teams bring a, a good following for their youth, but Leeds do most most of like, like the Colchester game. How many did we have down there? Like I think it's like seven thousand or something or something like that. Plenty of fans down at Colchester. I'm not sure <laughs> on that figure, so don't quote me on that. Yeah. But I'm sure there was a lot down there, and I know it's just because we were we were going to win win the league. But in, if we get to the semi-final of the cup there's going to be quite a few fans there especially if it's at home yeah, Edmondson scoring two goals he almost scored a hat-trick I think he's young 23's highest goal scorer this season 14 I think and he's missed he missed the period of the season as well um, but it looks like he could he could be a really good player in the future yeah I mean he needs a loan spell really I think he needs a if you look at Malik Wilkes that's a perfect example of how a loan spell can go well Yeah, scoring again for Doncaster on Tuesday 4-1 win yeah. Did annoy me slightly though because Sky Sports were going on. Um, they did like a montage of Wall Wilkes' goals and skills and that, and they go uh, Doncaster's own Malik Wilkes. It's like it's not got Doncaster's own. He's on loan. He's a Leeds player. Yeah. He's not a Donny player. No. I mean, my, my mate's a Donny fan and he wants him to sign Wilkes, but I'm just like, yeah, give us three million, mate, and you can have him. Three million, probably, probably about right. F- fair, fair. I mean, fair return if they get the playoffs. 
Yeah. Which they which they might. They're in sixth. Yeah. If they get in the playoffs, then uh, Malik Wilkes is uh, you know he's scoring quite a lot down there. He's doing a good job. Um, but Edmondson, I mean, it looks good now, but in in the future, like you're saying, he he probably does need a loan move. But he does look like he could be you know some player in the future. He could do a job at Leeds United, maybe. Yeah, he's he's probably ready for. A, for a League One club, a reasonably high up League One club, as long as he's getting regular game time, or maybe a side in a championship, you know, a side like Reading. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't wish Reading on my worst enemy, man. <laughs> Imagine having to live in Reading. <laughs> no, no offense, anyone from Reading who's listening to this, but Reading is a bad place, and they are not a good club. If you're putting fans on your team sheet, you are tin pot. Number thirteen as well. <laughs> and, and they put like a, a tweet out the other week bragging that they started the most amount of points ever accrued in the championship I was like yeah but that was like 10 years ago <laughs> you are just about not going to get relegated that's how that's how bad you are <laughs> uh, but you yeah. hired Paul Clement as your manager for god's sake <laughs> um, <laughs> just slagging up Reading yeah yeah, um, yeah which Edmonton can go to a championship club as long yeah. as it's not one we have a rivalry with or don't, don't like which eliminates most of them but yeah one of the, one of the championship clubs <laughs> uh, but yeah we had 23 uh, winning the league I mean how bright is the future at Leeds United though? very bright but it, it's alright developing youth talent in the, the youth setup and the under 23s league but it's about making the jump and uh, not many players successfully make the jump to playing regularly at professional yeah. level I mean we've seen a few this season for Leeds United, Shackleton, we have. Clark, we have, but this, this season has been a bit of a one-off because yeah. we've had to employ them a lot more due to injuries. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to see them at Edmonton make the jump because he, 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 he made the jump back in the last season. Well, yeah, he? he he did. He had a kind of a spell against. I think he played against QPR like the last game of the season, something like that. But he's not been featuring this season. No. Like, He's a, he's got the kind of, he's in the kind of Vaduka mold, isn't he? He's kind of a bit of a poacher, a bit of a not a huge amount of pace, but a great strike on him. He, he's kind of that type of player. Yeah, and he's good in the air as well because he's I think he's like was he seventeen or eighteen? But he's like six foot two or six <laughs> foot three or something. He is massive. He's mass- he don't look his age. You look it looks he's, like he, about ten years old. Yeah, older. He's, he's like three years younger than us, but he's like he's like twice as big as us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's depressing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's doing well. Uh, Izzy Brown and Jack Clark they played uh, on Monday. Jack Clark he looked really good. And he could make a big impact for, for us in the last eight games. I think he set up Edmondson's first goal by um, skinning a couple of players. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see, I'd see him against Millwall. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll start, but I've seen him get, I think he will get on the pitch. Yeah, I, I think he will as well. He came on against uh, Sheffield United, didn't he? Of course, he's back from his illness, but uh, yeah, he, he probably will make a big impact in he the was last on, eight games for us. He was on LUTV and they interviewed him, asking him how it was with his illness and that, and he was saying he was like, really frustrated because he wanted to be like out there training and being involved with the lads, and he said, because I, I didn't have any muscle injuries, it was difficult to not be able to go out there and train. Cause yeah. Obviously, he's, he's had to remain in the gym and do all these kind of, tick all these boxes with Rob Price rather than a trainer with the lads and you can imagine being fully fit and sat there thinking oh, I really should be out there I really shouldn't be doing this but you, you don't want to you, obviously we had, to, we had to make sure that his illness wasn't going to happen again he wasn't going to like yeah I mean he's an 18 year old just falling ill on a, on a bench uh, yeah it is worrying, but he looks back and he, he, he looked really good on Monday and he looks good going into the uh, final uh, stretch of the season. Uh, but that's the 23s then, winning the league really, really good. Hopefully they uh, keep up the good performances um, for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And um, speaking of players who are coming back from injury, uh, Janssen, of course, he uh, injured himself during the uh, winner loss uh, against uh, Sheffield United at home just before the uh, break. Uh, he was ruled out for three weeks, but he looks 
rumour is that he could play against Millwall on Saturday. When we lose, we really do lose, don't we? We don't just like lose 1-0. We lose 1-0, get our keeper sent off and our best <laughs> defender injured for three weeks. Yeah, but we, it looks like he could play this weekend, though, which, which is a huge bonus. I think it'll be touch and go as he plays against Millwall. He will probably... Birmingham we've got after Millwall? He will, I think he'll play against Birmingham, but it depends how he's feeling. If he's, he's feeling up to it, he'll play. I know he, that he's been streaming on Twitch a lot. <laughs> I keep on getting notifications through to my phone. <laughs> I mean, I, d- I don't ever use Twitch, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's definitely in that, in that kind of mood. It looked like he was in a lot of pain against in the last stage against Sheffield United, but if Rob Price is, I don't know, sacrifice to the <laughs> to some kind of gypsy god to get to get Janssen back fit for, for this game. <laughs> I don't know what Rob Price does, how he manages to get people back two weeks early every time. Yeah. <laughs> Satanic rituals, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Janssen appears to be, appears to be back fit. Yeah, which is really good. And if he does play, be massive. Um, of course, if he doesn't play, and then who would you, you put in if Pontus Janssen isn't feeling up to it this weekend? Is it Berardi chucking at centre back? No. No? Halm. Halm. Yeah, needs to deal with the aerial the aerial battle. Yeah. Berardi's not going to win it against yeah, Morrison. Berardi did a job against Stoke on the opening day of the season <laughs> against Middlesbrough as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a bit lucky in the Middlesbrough game, purely because we did a lot of. T- <laughs> we we probably should have conceded a couple of penalties from the kind of challenges we were putting in the box. Admittedly, so should they. But he Ayala lamping someone as usual. I hate Ayala. <laughs> um, don't, don't we all? <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. To deal with Morrison, it'd be nice to see how nuts him into next week. So. <laughs> And I mean, oh, that's, I mean that genuinely. <laughs> um, there's, there's a few options, though. Of course, you can move Aileen into right back and put Dallas at, uh, move Aileen into centre back, put Dallas at right back, or Shackleton at right back. Of course, Bernardi can just go straight to uh, centre back. Uh, there's a few options. Phillips maybe as well if Forshaw's. Uh, Forshaw, he, he looks to be in his uh, final stages of his recovery, which is good. And Roof as well uh, looks to uh, almost be uh, back fit. Well, Price doing miracles here. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see Forshaw back on the bench, but I don't. I, don't, I really don't want him starting. It's, it's good. To, it's good to have Roof back as an op, as an option and possibly to relieve Tyler Roberts in games where we need a bit more um, a bit more experience. But yeah, uh, yeah it, we might end up with a fully fit squad in it <laughs> for, for the first time this season. For the first time with eight games left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully uh, Roof and Forshaw they do come back uh, soon. That that would be massive. That would be massive, especially if you look at the uh, next few games, which we'll uh, get onto in a bit. Uh, but before we go on to the uh, final. Uh, we're running to the end of the season. Uh, let's have a look at uh, some other news uh, coming out from the Championship. Uh, starting with uh, Birmingham last week, handed a nine-point deduction. Uh, they've gone from 13th to 18th in the league, five points above the job, so <laughs> what do you make of that? Uh, very funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as, as a fan of a club who suffered 25-point deduction over two seasons, I feel very little sympathy for a club who's only got a nine-point deduction. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's not 12. <laughs> It's unfortunate they deliberately made it nine so that Birmingham aren't involved in the relegation battle. That's 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 why they've done it. Yeah, it would be twelve if, if it wasn't this late in the season. They have in the relegation battle. Do I have the five points above relegation zone? Five points is better than two, mate. Yeah. But but they have lost two points above the, above the scrap would be a proper scrap. But five is fine. That's but it. they haven't won a game in a while, though. <laughs> in bad form. Along comes Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it it was very very funny, but that's just because I like seeing other clubs suffer because <laughs> they all voted to make us suffer. Yeah, like everyone feels sorry for Bolton. I don't feel sorry for Bolton. I no. really don't. I mean, they, they keep on singing. Oh, we saw you cry at the replay. They, rele- they relegated us at the Premier League. They can suffer. They, they can liquidate. <laughs> right. See, see you, Bolton. Nine point deduction uh, for Birmingham, uh, but also Championship uh, team of team of the year. It was yesterday. Came out yesterday. Uh, came out uh, on Tuesday. Um, Cooper and Phillips of Leeds United getting a Championship team of the year. Weird, weird choices. I mean, why no Hernandez? That's what I want to know. 
Pablo Hernandez should have definitely been. He should have been the first name. Right, the championship team of the season yeah. is voted for by all the managers in the championship. So I mean, yeah, Janssen and Cooper are both excellent defenders, but I would have thought that managers watching Leeds would be more impressed with Janssen purely because his the, the, the work Cooper does is vital. But Janssen usually does the more dramatic stuff. Yeah, I mean, and Bielsa highlighted it as well at the start of the season. The, the size that Pontus is for what he can do. With the ball at his feet, it's surprising. Well, yeah, but he's got experience as a player further forward, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Here's the full uh, team of the year, then. Uh, so it's Darren Randolph in goal. Don't agree with that. Um, I mean, he's kept a lot of clean sheets this that's season. Not, that's, that's not because of him, though. Yeah, he's, he's not because of he's not, he's not his goal peppered with shots and he's still keeping clean sheets. He, they've just pl- played with 10 men in front of the goal the uh, whole season. <laughs> Uh, Norwich is uh, Max Evans and Jamal Lewis as the uh, as the uh, full backs. Probably fair. Yeah, I think they've been uh, phenomenal. Uh, Liam Cooper, one of one of the centre backs. Reese James of Wigan. He's not a centre back. He's a right back. Yeah, he's a right back, and also he plays for Wigan. Like they've, they've not had a great season. He is an excellent player, though. Reese James. I've always yeah. been impressed with him when I watch Wigan. He's their best player by a mile. Um, Jai Bowen. Uh, I, 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 I don't he's like been, him. He's been Hull's best player this season. Yeah, and he's got a lot of goals, but I don't like him because of the way he celebrated Ellen Road. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I don't laughs> he scored two against us, but he, he is a good player. He probably deserves that. Yeah, Oliver Norwood. Overrated, in my opinion. For me, Click and Hernandez are better than him. <laughs> no, Norwood never really does much for me. I mean, no. I know he's a good player for Sheffield United, but whenever we play them, he's never a player I notice doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, Calvin Phillips, of course. Very fair. Yeah, very fair. Billy Sharp. Probably fair. He's, I think he's the highest goal scorer in the league, I think. Yeah. Uh, Timo Puki as well. He's one of the highest goal scorers in the league as well. I think Puki's uh, highest. I think Sharp's second. Yeah, definitely the highest at Sheffield United is Billy Sharp. And then uh, Che Adams as well. Again, meh. Yeah, I, d- I, d- I wouldn't really put Che Adams in the team. I know, he, I know he's got quite a few goals, but... And they put him at the uh, right winger position. That's yeah. Pablo Hernandez's position. Che Adams is a striker. You don't play a team with three strikers yeah. in it. you put Pablo Hernandez in there. <laughs> uh, would you agree, though, Pablo Hernandez needs to be in there? Yeah, of yeah. course he does. <laughs> he's been the best. Ludicrous decision not to play him in. <laughs> he's been the best player in the Championship Absolute all season. Mugs. And then manager of, the, manager of the season was Chris Wilder, which I don't agree with either. No, uh, for me, it's Bielsa. I mean, Chris Wilder has been at Sheffield United for what feels about 20 years now. <laughs> yeah. He's He's had a long time with the same players. Yeah. Daniel Farker has had two seasons with the players. Marcelo Bielsa has come into a team that finished 13th, brought in two players, and the rest of them of all... like. If, if you think about the players that Bielsa brought in and how many of them no longer play, even though they brought in the start of the season, like uh, Jamal Blackman, injured, back to Chelsea. Lewis Baker, loan cancelled, back, <laughs> Chel- back to Chelsea, and then on to Reading. Uh, Jack Harrison didn't really feature for most of the yeah. season, is now only featuring <laughs> recently. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Barry Douglas not featuring for ages. Yeah. I mean, that was my point. People saying Farker should have been team, uh, manager of the season. When Farker's had two seasons at Norwich, brought in all, all his own players. Paul was Farker last season as well. <laughs> yeah, it was It was really poor. They had, they had an awful season. Shocking. But Bielsa, he comes in this season, first season, brings in barely any players, um, loses one of the best players in Zayez in December, <laughs> hasn't had a full-fit squad all season, and we're still battling for the top two. For me, Bielsa was, without question, you know, man, manager of the year. It's poison chalice anyway. Let, let Chrissy Wilder have it. It looks like a slice of ham anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah. you, you know those slices of Billy Bear ham your nan used to get you from Morrison's? That's exactly what Chris Wilder looks like. He looks like Billy Bear ham. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's all the other news uh, coming out of the Championship uh, recently. That's the uh, Championship Team of the Year. Uh, now, before we look ahead to the uh, Millwall game this weekend, let's have a listen to a chat I had recently, shall we, with uh, Andrew Dalton, otherwise known as Stats. Uh, he's the author of a few Leeds United books, such as Leeds United uh, or White, and he's also pretty much the most knowledgeable, knowledgeable person uh, there is when it comes to talking about Leeds United. He's a walking encyclopedia, pretty much, just full of everything about Leeds United. Yeah, very knowledgeable. <laughs> uh, well, I had a chat with him uh, recently, and he was telling
telling me uh, just how he's feeling going into the uh, last eight games of the season. How am I feeling? Oh, well, I think after the stress-free weekend of the weekend just gone, it, it's back to the bread and butter, isn't it, of the, uh, of the championship and the, the running. Look, a lot of these players haven't been in this position before and it's, it's very new for them. Obviously, Marcello Bielsa has managed at the, the highest level, certainly in the World Cup with Argentina, and I think he's got to get it over to the players. Look, as, as supporters, we, we've just got to sort of go hand in hand and support the team through the last eight games. Look, we know we're a point behind Sheffield United, but as, as I said, after the Sheffield United defeat, after the last international break, we went on to win seven in a row. So if we do that, we won't be that far away from promotion. Um, of course, there's that daunting stat, though. With any team who are top of the league at Christmas, they go on to yeah. win promotion. Um, hopefully, Leeds yeah. United don't jinx it. Yeah, uh, the last team that did that, I think, were Watford in, in 2008, 2009. The, the team didn't go up, so I'm hoping that doesn't jinx us. But look, it, I, <laughs> I think whatever way you look at it, if we end up in the playoffs, we still had a fantastic season, sitting where we were this time last year when we were battling for a top-half finish. And I remember the QPR game back in the last season and the Leeds fans singing we're top of the league when the league table came up on the on the big screen at the end of the season. It's been a, a massive improvement wherever you look. It's a lot of positives for me, but it'll just be nice now if we can sort of go on and finish the job off. Yeah, hopefully. Do you think that they could maybe do what the N23s achieved on a Monday night and win the league, or is a second-place finish the only realistic target for Leeds United I now? for me, it doesn't really matter uh, if we finish first or second. At yeah. the end of the day, it's still the same prize of, mm-hmm. of playing in the promised land of the Premier League, and I think I think that's what's important. Can they win the league? A lot will depend on Norwich. They've got, I, I want to say an easy running, but they've got a lot of winnable games. I know they go to Butter, I think, this weekend, uh, which could be tricky for them after that. I think they've sort of got some teams in, in the bottom half of the table, so... As long as we finish in the top two, uh, I think that'll make a lot of these fans absolutely buzzing. A lot of football to play, 24 points to play, massive weekend coming up. Players have got Bristol City at home uh, while we play Millwall. And then what's key for me is the reverse fixtures of Preston and Birmingham. Whilst we go to St Andrews uh, a week on Saturday, uh, Sheffield United get to Deepdale. And on the midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's uh, the reverse fixtures, which I think will be absolutely massive. Uh, and by then we'll have five games to go and probably have a very good idea of whether we'll be in the, uh, the top two pushing for promotion or, or looking at the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, it has been the international break. First of all, do you think it's come at a good time for Leeds United? I wouldn't say a tough time. I, I think it's a time that... You've got to enjoy. I think it, well, if you're in football, these are the kind of reasons why you're in football for to, to fight for the big prize at the end of it. It's a situation that a lot of fans haven't been in, certainly from, from the second tier. Obviously, I know we got to the final, what, 2005, 2006, to be done by Pre- to be done by Watford to, in Cardiff and being pressed in the semi-finals. And I think you've just got to embrace these situations. Look, there'll be a lot of nervous energy around over the last eight games, I'm absolutely certain. But they've got to take this opportunity to grasp it with both hands because you never know when this opportunity may not come again. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the players would have been doing during the international break? And how do you think they're feeling going into the last eight games, especially considering uh, that defeat against Sheffield United just before? I think a lot of the players that weren't involved in the, the international, the other likes of the Johnny Alioski, Tyler Roberts involved, Peacock Farrell, Stuart Dallas, uh, Pontus wasn't involved with his injury. I think it was just a question of resting up, recharging the batteries and, and going to the last eight games. I think there'll be a determination in the squad that they've come so far and they've had an absolutely fantastic first 38 games of the season. It's now an opportunity to try and grasp the situation and, and, and try and get that second place because uh, I know we've been out of the world for 15 years. It'll just be great going into our centenary year that we are a Premier League club but 
as I keep saying to everyone, there's a lot of twists and turns in this league. If, if Sheffield United do win the last eight games, they're, they're fully deserved to win promotion. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't think they will. I think there'll be a lot of twists and turns either way. And it's exciting. It's nerve-wracking. And it's certainly not one for the faint-hearted. Yeah, and hopefully there's a few twists and turns this weekend in the favour of Leeds United. Of course, we kick off the last eight games uh, against Millwall at home. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Millwall will come into their fighting for their lives a little bit. They, they should have beaten Brighton in the FA Cup last time out. They threw that away in stoppage time. Derry Martin made a, a human, uh, horrendous error in Mark Ward. Never an easy game, but Leeds have got a very good record at Allen Road. They've only lost 4 in 17 against Millwall. And it's a game that I fully expect Leeds to win. They'll have the home partisan crowd in front of them. And it, it just presents an opportunity just to get back on the bandwagon. And look, if Sheffield United beat Bristol City, that's, Leeds have done their job. They can't worry about Sheffield United. Uh, I think it's an opportunity this weekend against the side haunted by relegation I know Birmingham have been sort of thrown into there with the, the nine point deduction but it's a game I, I really expect Leeds to win I know there's no love lost between the two sides and after the result last season at Ellen Road when Leeds got it back to 3-2 after being 2-0 down and down to 10 men in the first half fantastic comeback then uh, Mill go and nick it right at the end uh, I just feel it's, it's an opportunity this weekend to get back on a roll and, and, and then make it into a seven game season Yeah hopefully they can uh, get the victory uh, this weekend and I'm doing this with everyone who I speak to uh, recently putting them on the spot but I'll do the same to you. Uh, are Leeds United going to do it? Are Leeds United going to do it? I hate to be on the fence. Look, it's so hard to call. I, I think somewhere along the lines, there'll be slip-ups from both sides. I think Leeds may just have enough. Look, the job that Chrissy Wilder has done has been absolutely magnificent at Bramall Lane, uh, and it was a classic away performance the other week. I just feel that going into the 100th year and sentiment and what have you I just think they'll pitch Sheffield United to the post look I could be wrong but I, that, that's my gut feeling and look I might, I might be wrong come May the 5th at 3 o'clock after the Ipswich Town game but yeah I think just by the skin of the teeth it might be a point here or there or even a goal here or there but I think Leeds will just about do it come the end of the season uh, Stats there he's a very awesome guy first of all really do appreciate him uh, uh, taking the time uh, to talk to us uh, but he's fairly optimistic going into the main eight games uh, are you? <laughs> I'm never optimistic when it comes to Leeds United, mate. They've let, they've let me down a lot of times, but I'd, I'd like to say we're going to do it. I really would. But if we're going to get anything, if we're going to, if we're going to fin- finish anywhere, finish in the top two, we need Sheffield United to drop some points in the next two games. And they've got Bristol City at home and Preston away. Preston could do a job on them. I'm really hoping they do. They've been, yeah. they, they've been in exceptional form. If, if they can just turn Sheffield United over and chuck them a nice, juicy L, we'll be all right, mate. You were saying, you know, there's still at games, there could still be plenty of twists and turns, and there could be. We just need them to start conceding again. They're not conceding at the moment. We need them to start conceding again. Yeah. I mean, if they, if Lee Johnson, that smug little, never mind. But if, <laughs> if 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 he can. <laughs> If he can, if he can just turn him over, or, or at least nick a, like a horrible point off him, that'd be that'd be brilliant. And yeah. if we can, just, and then we go ahead and hopefully turn over Millwall, then we restore, we get back one point above them. It's all rosy. I don't have to look at Championship banter pages and get mugged <laughs> off by Sheffield United fans anymore. <laughs> oh, everyone will go back to normal. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, but it'll be lovely, it'll be lovely. Uh, let's uh, look ahead to the uh, Millwall game uh, then, shall we? Uh, stats uh, fully expecting Leeds United to win. Uh, Three PM kickoff ready Saturday at Ellenwood. Uh, what, what do you see happening in this one? <laughs> We need an early goal. We, we, we do. We can't afford to do what we did against Sheffield yeah. United and just kind of miss our chances yeah. and then just peter get, out. Yeah, get an early goal, just settle the nerves. Yeah, early goal, injury to Steve Morrison, laugh at Neil Harris. That's an ideal afternoon. <laughs> ideal afternoon. It'll be great uh, Saturday I mean, I mean ho- hopefully there'll be... <laughs> Neil will explode in that beetroot face of rage he always seems to do whenever he plays. 
Oh, whenever he plays, he puts his team out. But um, they they've been really poor though. They've been yeah. they've been beatable. Yeah, they, they've they've been poor. This it is a game that, we, that Leeds United should be winning. Millwall twentieth in the league, one point above relegation zone. Uh, but they always seem to step up against Leeds. Don't they? I mean, it, it almost saved the weekend on Paddy's day when I watched them get knocked out of the cup by Brighton when their keeper just threw the ball in the net in the ninety fifth minute and then they lost on penalties. That was very funny. But that's it. Won't be, won't be the same team because that, that was a cup team. They do have Shane Ferguson. He is suspended for the game but I don't think he regularly plays anyway no Millwall they did uh, win their last championship game though 2-0 away at Birmingham uh, but before they had lost uh, 5 on the bounce including 2-1 loss away at Bolton <laughs> um, they, they really are just a poor poor side of Millwall and if we lose against them well <laughs> if we turn up we'll turn it over yeah. we just will Hopefully, and, and send their twenty fans home crying. Yeah, they they usually only bring a small amount. Last season, they they sold out their away location, but that's because they were pushing for the playoffs. <laughs> this season, um, I don't I don't know if they're going to sell out or not. Um, hopefully, they will add to the atmosphere. Obviously, Millwall though, in in their very last game, they uh, drew two all at home to a Brighton in the FA Cup. They did end up losing that on their penalties. They were they were two 0 up with about eight minutes to go yeah. as well, <laughs> and then they ended up drawing two all. Lost on penalties, out of the FA Cup. The chance of going to Wembley for the semi-final just <laughs> washed away. Um, how do you feel about them coming into the game though, on the back of that? Do we want them to win that, or did, or do you think a loss in the FA Cup is is good? You know, good for us, really. I mean, it would be a sad day for English football having Millwall in an, in a semi-final of a cup. I mean, it just is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's always nice for them to come on, to come in on the back of a loss. I mean, I know it's, I know it's only a penalties, but it's still a loss. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're coming in so on the back of a loss as well, but we lost against much better opposition. <laughs> I mean, Sheffield's ob- better than Brighton. They're better than Bright- Brighton's B team, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, with the exception of Glenn Murray, who for some reason was the only Brighton player to miss a penalty in a penalty shootout. Of all the players, I would not expect to miss a penalty. It would be Glenn yeah, Murray. Glenn Murray. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's, it's two ways with this. I mean, Millwall they've just lost, and they're going to go into this game, you know, really wanting to. You know, they're going to be fired up and be like, "All right, it's against Leeds. Let's get back to winning ways, and uh, let's show, you know, our fans. Let's make up for that uh, embarrassing loss and uh, the FA Cup. Really, I mean, it is embarrassing. Two 0 up, and and they end up losing on penalties. Uh, but sure. Mental softness that they yeah. can't keep a turn lead with eight minutes to go. Yeah, uh, but uh, then again, if, if they're one, they're more focused on the FA Cup because they're into the semi final. Um, kind of two ways about that result, them going into this. Um, uh, but that, uh, that's Millwall. We, we do have a decent home record against Millwall, uh, won five out of the last six at home. The other game being a loss that, of course, came last season. I mean, some game that was last season for the wrong reasons. I wasn't there, but yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I remember looking at my phone and seeing we're three two up and thinking, sorted, we've done it. <laughs> And then, like, 89th minute, 3-3, three, three, great. Seems che- cheers, Leeds. Seems to be 93rd minute, 4-3, cheers, Leeds. Yeah, so it seems to be Leeds, doesn't it? We go down to 10 men, we claw the result back, we take the lead, and then we just ball it, like, like we did against um, against Nottingham Forest. That was kind of the right... The season. That game was kind of the right on the wall for Christiansen, anyway. Yeah, it really was. Uh, yeah, some game that was... Went 2-0 down, down to 10 men, Cooper got himself sent off, um, and then Lasaga. That was, that was that series of games where about four games on the bounce we had a player sent off. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, like, like, sent off against Newport. Like, Union O'Kane got sent that. off for, for nutting someone at Ipswich, and, yeah. then, and then Cooper <laughs> got sent off for, for a bad challenge. Uh, it was yeah. a complete lack of discipline in the side. Yeah, there, there really was. I mean, last year we just... Uh, we're just horrendous. And then Paul Hockeybottom came in and said, oh, I'm going to fix the discipline. And then we still had players getting sent off all the time. <laughs> yeah. Berardi got sent off at one point um, 
for a horrendous challenge. <laughs> but it's sort of standard Brady behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but I mean, hopefully we can continue our good form uh, at home against Millwall. Of course, we're going into it on the back of that window loss uh, to Sheffield United at home. Uh, that's why I was dropped a third, one point behind the top two with eight games to go. Uh, what do you think will be going through the players' heads um, now, you know, after that loss and, you know, going into the final stage of the season? I would hope it would be we've lost the cushion, we've lost the initiative. We can't afford to lose. Like, let's go out there and, and smash them and really do a, do a West Brom, put a statement out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's now or never, isn't it? It is now or never. We need to get the job done. We've been so good all, all season. This is the time now where we need to get the job done. We can't afford to lose, can we? This, I, I mean, as Stats was saying there, this is kind of Norwich's last real opportunity to drop points, is, is it, Borough? They, mm. they don't play, play anyone else remotely good. And I, I, I mean, all the rest of their games are like the bottom 10 of the championship, so the Borough have really got to take some points off them. Yeah. And Borough will want to take points off them because they're in danger of dropping out the, play, the layoffs themselves. They're not that far off sixth place. Yeah, exactly. seventh place. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, Borough can turn up and do a job. Every now and again, Borough do turn up and, and do a job and really up this is one of them because if uh, if Norwich managed to lose to Borough and uh, Sheffield United managed to drop some points against Bristol City and we beat Millwall we're right back in it Mm. Uh, of course Millwall are at home against Norwich so if they can do a job there Sheffield United against Bristol City those are easy games for them too and yeah there, there could be a few twists and turns this weekend they could, they could. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol City at the moment aren't a good form though they're just uh, but, entering one of their streaks again yeah, but they are a tough team to beat though I don't know we've beat them fairly comfortably yeah even though it was only one nil, it was fairly comfortable. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't watching the game because the stream was annoying me, but yeah. I was following it on Twitter, and it didn't seem like we were ever in any danger. Mm. Um, it will be interesting the uh, Middlesbrough Norwich game. That is uh, on the Saturday evening. It'll be on TV. So perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, we, can, we can watch that in the pub, hopefully with a smile on our face. <laughs> hopefully with a smile on our face that we've just beaten uh, Millwall and hopefully uh, Middlesbrough can, can do us a favour. <laughs> is it 5.30 kick-off that game? 5.30 kick-off on Saturday evening. So uh, that that'll be interesting. We can hang about, hang about in the dragon and watch that then. Yeah, because Norwich are scoring goals for fun. Oh, is it at, Saturday at evening? Moment. Yeah, sat, Saturday. Oh, I can't hang about. I'm working at seven. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean Norwich they're scoring goals for fun this season, but Middlesbrough they, they don't like goals in easily. So uh, that that'll be interesting. Uh, but we've got uh, Birmingham Preston after this. We will of course uh, go into more depth uh, about it in next week's podcast. But I mean these three games coming up: Millwall, Birmingham, and Preston. They are easy, are they? It needs to be nine <laughs> points. It just does. It needs to be nine points, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard, but it needs to be nine points. We have to do it. Yeah. And we have to hope that someone else screws up. Hopefully, Sheffield United. I'd rather Sheffield United screw up at this point than Norwich because Norwich are going to win the league. I anyway. don't, yeah, I think Norwich are going to win the league. So it, it, it's it, irrelevant it's, to me whether or not they screw yeah. up because they're, 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 they're going to win the league by like three points rather than five or whatever it is. It's not, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Whereas if Sheffield United massively screw up, then we overtake them. And it's all home sailing. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if any team could bottle it now, I'd want it to be Sheffield United. I really would. Oh, I think it is just a battle between. I think Norwich are up. They've been best team in the, in the championship by a mile all, all season. For I wouldn't me. say by a mile. They've just Not, been, yeah. They've been more consistent than we have. They've been best team in the championship this season. Definitely. When we when we've been on 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 song, I reckon we've been. <laughs> at least as good as they've been. Yeah. The problem is they've been more consistently... Whenever they've been, they've been playing poorly, Pookie just scores a couple and they're all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you saw it You know, recently. You know, Their game against Swansea, they worked good, but then just a, a strike from out of nowhere where, uh, was the one that, that sealed the three points for him. Um, yeah, not, not going to win the league. It's battle between us and Sheffield United for the uh, for, for top two places. Uh, but yeah, not an easy couple of fixtures coming up, but hopefully we can get the job done uh, against Millwall. Um, the line-ups then? Line-up for Millwall? Who would you put in? It'll be the same, except Peacock Farrell will be in, and hopefully Jansen will be in. Uh, but if, if Jansen's not, not in? Then home for me. 
at home. Um, and then that. the rest of the team will be the same. Yeah, I, I reckon, I reckon Berardi will go in for. Something. I don't want to see Barry Douglas get subbed on anymore either. That's, <laughs> no. a, that's, a, that's a pointless substitution. Yeah, it's kind of come to my breaking point now. Where <laughs> at the start of the season we've seen all the same substitutions. Like, why is he making that? I think Barry Douglas now. I don't need to see him come on. He's, he's not. He's, he's almost not the same player as he was at the start of the season either. Because like Sheffield United and, and against like Stoke and that at the start of the season, right. he was properly decent. He was a good player. Now he's just. I mean, what only four assists this season? No goals. I mean, I don't. I don't expect goals from fullbacks. But, but assists, though. You'd, you'd like some more assists, yeah, yeah. Given how good he was last season, but yeah, he, he hasn't had many. Uh, score prediction for this Saturday. Two one leads. Two one. I mean, it could be a game like last season where there's plenty of goals. Hopefully I'm, not. But uh, hopefully it's just a really terrible one nil win for Leeds. I'd, 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 <laughs> I'll take I mean, eight terrible one nil wins. Yeah. Just the three points. I'll, I'll go three one to Leeds. I just want the three points so badly. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go three one uh, to Leeds United. But uh, that brings us to the end of uh, episode fourteen of Your Things Leeds podcast. Episode fourteen. Uh, then. Yeah, 14. <laughs> it's going fast. Been doing this a while, haven't we? <laughs> uh, but, uh, thank you to Charles, as always, for, for joining me. Cheers, mate. Studio. Really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everyone who has uh, listened as well. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoyed, then uh, why not subscribe to the uh, or follow the podcast. Uh, give us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts if you uh, can. Uh, share the podcast around as well. Help us out. Make sure to uh, follow All Things Leads uh, across our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep up to date with everything. Um, that is happening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well if you have not already. Uh, me and Charles, we will be back uh, next week to look ahead to two games. One of the games that we are going to, we're going to Preston away, which is should be uh, should be uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully we're talking about a Leeds win uh, against Millwall. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.